0: This anointed teaching by Apostle Theo Volmerans comes to you from Christian Family Church International. Good morning, Christian Family Church, Johannesburg. Give yourselves a great big praise God hand clap for coming to church today. I want to hear you all the way over here in San Antonio. I want to hear you loud and clear. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, we love you. That's wonderful. I'm sure the angels are excited now, and I'm sure the devil's paranoid now. Okay, so we finished off last week with this giant eagle up on the higher mountain after having plucked all his feathers off. And uh, he's standing there totally naked. He can't fight, and he can't fly. He's defenseless, right? Helpless. We don't want to leave him like that. So let's pick up our story and see what he does next. The next thing that giant eagle does is he stands under the small waterfall. Remember, he found a small waterfall before he went and pulled his feathers out, right? He goes and stands under that waterfall and allows that water to wash over his skin. Hour upon hour, he stands under that water, hour upon hour every day. You'll come out once in a while uh, for a small break, a real rest, then you go right back in and stand under that waterfall again, hour upon hour. That giant eagle Christian does the same thing. According to Ephesians 5:26, the giant eagle Christian cleanses himself with the washing of water by the word of God. He cleanses himself by the washing of of the water by the word of God. What's that mean? That means a giant eagle Christian knows when he meditates in the word of God, when he reads the word of God, it's going to wash his life clean from wrong thoughts, wrong deeds, wrong actions, and he's going to start living more holy than before. How does that happen? Well, when we see in the Bible what we should be doing uh, and the Holy Spirit speaks to us, we begin to do that. And then we see in the Bible what we should not be doing. The Holy Spirit speaks to us, and we begin to stop doing that. So it washes our life by medi- reading and meditating in the Word of God. Now the legend carries on to say, it takes 30 days for that new, those new feathers to grow out of that giant eagle while standing under the waterfall. It takes 30 days. And after 30 days, the giant eagle is standing there on the mountain with brand new feathers covering his entire body. The word Christian knows. It takes a lot more than five minutes for the word of God to wash his life clean. It takes hours every day until finally the word Christian becomes a vessel of honor fit for the master's use. Hours in the word of God. Now, the giant eagle could fly away, but he doesn't. He's got brand new feathers, so he could, but he doesn't. He stays on the mountain. If the giant eagle does fly away, he knows the rain and the dust will stick to his feathers, and it will slow him down, and he'll lose his swiftness, and he'll undo all that he gained in those 30 days up on that mountain. Back to square one. So he stays another 10 days on the mountain, allowing the oil glands, the oil sacs, under his skin to begin excreting oil all over his feathers, and he wipes them with his feathers. He wipes them with his wings, wipes that oil into his, on his feathers. For 10 days, he rubs his feathers, allowing the oil to cover and saturate his feathers completely. Finally, when he does take off from that mountain, the rain and the dust runs off of his feathers. It cannot stick to him. Now the word Christian knows. He cannot leave his house in the morning until he has spent time praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in other tongues. As he prays, the anointing of God begins to cover him. As he walks through the world during the day and rubs shoulders with the unsaved, he is not contaminated by their evil deeds. Because the anointing of God covers him, it protects him from the evil around him and the wilderness around him. The the evil activity in the world around the giant eagle Christian who spends time praying in the Spirit Will not take control of his life. The evil will not influence his decisions. It will not slow him down. And every morning, that word Christian makes his choice to pray in tongues until the anointing covers him completely. Now, finally, the day comes when that giant eagle moves to the edge of the mountain. He opens those five meters wide wings. He locks them on his back. And he looks into the sunlight and lets that mountain go. The sun is glistening off those oil-covered feathers. He may be 40 years old, but he looks like a young, strong eagle again. He also has the wisdom and the skills of those 40 years which are developed now. And the young eagles don't have that. Without any effort, he lifts off that mountain. Once again, he's able to swoop down on his food at 320 kilometers an hour, from 20,000 feet up in the air, six to seven kilometers up in the air. Now, when I was teaching that last weekend here in San Antonio, Somebody was doing research on the height of the giant eagle. I mean, how high it flies. And he came to me very excited after the service and he said, I've done deep dive research and those giant eagles definitely fly 20,000 feet, which is somewhere between six kilometers and seven kilometers high. And pilots have actually seen them up there while flying in airplanes. High above the storms. So now... With all that experience and skill of 40 years, and the strength and swiftness of the young eagle, he's able to be ahead of the game, outsmart the younger eagles. He gets to see the food first. He knows where to look. And he gets to the food first. He doesn't have to stand in line anymore. His strength is renewed. His youth is renewed as it was when he was 25 years old. Once again, the giant eagle stands tall as a symbol of power, as a symbol of strength, as a symbol of courage. He's out of reach, out of reach of anything that could hurt him or try and harm him. He soars above the storms of life. Now, family of God, this is available to each and every one of us. According to Isaiah 40, verse 29, God gives power to the weak, and to those who have no might, He increases strength. Perhaps you are here this morning, and you're thinking, that's me. I'm one of those who are weak, and I have no might, no strength. Well, God said He gives power to the weak, and to those who have no might, He increases their strength. What's he talking about? The next verse explains. 31, please. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Not might, maybe. Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. So how do we wait on the Lord? By praying, by reading and meditating in the word of God. That's how. And God says if you'll do that, strength will rise up in you. Faith will rise up in you. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Praise God. That's God's promise to you. Yes, family of God, for those of us who are word Christians, the storms of life do not crush us because we are hearers and doers of the word of God. It's no good just being a hearer we have got to be a doer. Don't just listen to this message. Start acting on it. Believe what the Bible says. Act like it's true. It is true. And it will defend you in every storm you face. Acting on the word. Remember what Jesus said. And I'll get to that in a minute. I don't want to get ahead of myself. So God renews our strength. We mount up with wings like eagles. We soar above the problems of life like the greater eagle. The storms don't harm us. We lock our wings. We we lean into the storms of life. And we glide high above the storm in the clear blue sky of victory with Jesus. Now down below, others are struggling in the storms of life. But the giant eagle Christian is soaring with God as I said, In the clear blue sky of victory. The word Christian knows that God is the strength of his life. He knows where to get his food from. He is not in a hurry to rush out in the morning. No, the giant eagle Christian knows. He spends time with the rock of his salvation. That's what makes him a giant eagle Christian. He spends time washing in the water of the Word. He spends time soaking up the oil of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Now, my brother and my sister, the storms of life will come to every Christian. And that's what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7. Take time to read what Jesus said in Matthew 7. I just want to give you verse 25. He said... Those who hear the Word of God and do the Word of God will not be shaken. Not be shaken. He spoke about two houses. The one that builds his life on the sand and the other that bulls his life on the rock. Jesus said right here in Matthew 7, the one who builds his house in the sand is the one who hears the Word of God and doesn't act on it. So just knowing what God says is not enough. We have got to Be doers of the word. Live out the word in your life. When something happens, stop and say, what does the word of God say about this? And do that. Do that. Act on it. And you'll see, you'll overcome your problem. Speak out what God says. All right. Those who build a house on the rock will not even be shaken when the storm comes. The same storm Some Christians fall, some stand. Why? That's the reason. Those who hear the word and don't do it will be crushed by the storm. Remember this. No one can ever be an overcomer. No one can claim to be an overcomer until they have fought a battle and won. Until they have fought a battle and won. Now some of you are fighting mighty battles right now. Life and death battles. But family, we have the promise from Jesus. If we hear the word and do the word, we'll not be shaken. We will overcome. God sent his word to heal us and deliver us from all our destruction. All right, now. The nest of that greater eagle weighs 1.5 tons. The branches that he breaks off to make that nest, are as long as three meters in some cases, three meters long in some cases. He takes the skins of the animals that he kills and he lays them in his nest to build a nice comfortable home for his family. He makes his nest high on that rocky mountain on a firm foundation way above where any animal can get to. The quality of our home life depends entirely on how we build our life on the rock, which is to hear the word and do the word. So, once again, the quality of our life depends on how we hear the word and do the word. God has planned for all of us to be overcoming giant eagle Christians, to live a life of victory and soar above the storms of life. That's why he gives us, in his word, the principles of victory. We are to train our children in the way of the word of God. And when they are old, they will not depart therefrom. That's the promise God made us. Parents, bring your children to church. Bring your children to church. Let's bring our teenagers to youth meetings. It might be a little out of the way. might be a little time-consuming, but it's worth it. Through the years, I've met too many parents who have cried out in bitter tears to me because their children have gone off the rails. When they grow up, they just turn away from God, and now they're crying bitter tears. And the tragedy is that they tell me their children wanted to go to children's church and they asked them if they could go to youth meetings, but they were too busy or didn't want to drive all that way. They were too tired. They had a whole bunch of excuses and did not take their kids to children's church or to youth meetings. And now they wish they could reverse that because now their babies have grown up into adulthood and they don't want to serve Jesus. Now they're praying like crazy that they would. Is it too late? Maybe not. But why go through all that aggravation? Bring our kids to church. Even if you don't want to go, bring them to church. Now when the baby eaglets are born, the mother eagle takes them one at a time on her wings and flies a few thousand feet up into the air or meters and then drops that little eaglet off of her wing. And that little eaglet begins to tumble and fall and tumble and fall. Down it goes, down, plummeting towards the earth. And the giant eagle mother flies around and around and around that little eaglet as it's going down, watching it all the way. And just before it hits the ground, she swoops underneath that little eaglet and flies straight back up to the nest, puts it in the nest, takes the next one down for its experience, and does the same thing. Then the next day, she starts all over again with the same treatment over and over until eventually that little eaglet catches on. He opens his wings and begins to soar through the air like the king of the skies that he was destined to be. Now, family, you and I were destined to be kings and priests unto God in this world overcomers in this life that's who God made us the word of God is guaranteed to produce that in our lives now some eaglets leave the nest and they start working right away some eaglets stay in the nest rest their little beaks on the edge of the nest and watch the other eaglets while they work (laughs) They just lie there and watch the other eaglets while they work. Now, unfortunately, that's how it is in some churches. Because some of the little eaglets begin to grow up and they join growth track. They join growth track. And they become dream team members. And they become small group leaders. And they become children's church teachers or youth leaders, or even become pastors in the church. And others lie around in the nest watching everyone else working. Those Christians watch everyone else working. You know, there's three kinds of people in our world. I've said this so many times, but it's so good I want to say it again. There's three kinds of people in the world. Number one, those who make things happen. And number two, those who watch what's happening. And number three, those who don't know what's happening. I have met a whole bunch of those who don't know what's happening. I've heard them in the airport. they walk up to somebody and say, Hey, Peter, what's going on? What's happening? They don't know what's happening. (laughs) You know, um, we have a... Somebody that helps us at the airport very often. Very nice man. And um, so I said to him one day, uh, through the years, uh, he became a Christian. And I said to him one day, there are three kinds of people in the world. Those who make things happen, those who watch, and those who don't know. I said, which one are you? He said, I'm those who make things happen. So I said to him, okay, great. Go to Bible school. Make it happen. And he said, okay. And he finished Bible school. Very proud of him. He did that. Perhaps this little young Christian is saying, Apostle Theo, I'm scared I'm going to fall and tumble to the earth if I get involved in active duty for the Lord Jesus. Jesus. I just don't know if I can do that. I'm afraid I may mess up. My answer is don't be afraid because underneath you are the everlasting arms of Jesus. He will catch you if you fall. To all young eagle Christians in the house, join Growth Track. Join the dream team. Become maybe a small group leader, a fellowship group leader. Get involved for Jesus. Underneath you will be the everlasting arms of Jesus. He will carry you. Now, next weekend, we're going to continue on with part three of the life of the eagle Christian and the giant eagle. You can't miss the grand finale. This is the final part in our mini-series, this three-part series about the giant eagle continues next weekend. I'll see you here, all right? Every head bowed and every eye closed. How many would say, Apostle Theo, I don't know Jesus. I don't know if I'm going to heaven one day. Well, you can know. God wants to put that assurance in your heart this morning. He wants you to know that you will go to heaven, that you are his child, and he forgives you for all of your mistakes and sins in this life. If you want that assurance, if you want to go home with peace in your heart and confidence that all is well with you and God, surrender right now your heart to Jesus. I'm going to pray a simple little prayer, and God's going to give you all of that when I pray. But you have to invite Him to speak to you and do it for you because He won't do it without invitation. So I'm going to count to three. If you put your hand up, That'll be your invitation to God, all right? And then when I pray, God will do it. You ready? Let's count to three. Slip those hands up everywhere, all over the auditorium. You ready? One, two, three. Praise God, praise God. I see those hands. Wonderful. Put those hands up. I want God to speak to me. I want to be sure I'm going to heaven when I die. And I'm going to pray right now, and you're going to receive that information directly from God in your seat. All right, we see those hands. There's still more hands going up. Put them up. Now, somebody who knows how to pray, a leader here in the church, is come and put their hands on your shoulders to let you know how much we love you and to let you know that Jesus loves you while I pray this little prayer, okay? I invite everybody in the church to say the prayer with me, everybody in the church, especially all of you that have your hands raised. Let's all say our prayer together with me. You ready? Let's do it. Dear Jesus, let's try that again. Dear Jesus, thank you for dying on that cross. God punished you for all of my sins so I can be forgiven. Jesus, please forgive me for all of my sin. I'm sorry, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come into my heart. Save my life. Thank you, Jesus. Today, I surrender to you as the Lord of my life. And I will live for you, Jesus, with all my heart until I see you face to face in heaven one day. Praise God. I am saved. I am now God's child. I am now bound for heaven. I am forgiven. Praise God. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Fulmerans. We hope that through this inspired teaching you had an encounter with God.